Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Christy. It's been a while, so it feels so amazing to be back. Uh, I thought about what I would talk about since I've been gone pretty much like six months. It's been a crazy beginning of 2022, actually 2021 kind of ended kind of crazy. I'll have to tell you that story another day, but I thought about what can I do to come back on to the podcast, what can I talk about? And it was such a crazy June. It was such a whirlwind that I thought I would take some of the things that happened in June and discuss them. And one of the things that happened was my son turned 18. He graduated high school and now he's ready to go off to college. Of course, this mama bear cried, but I cried on his birthday not on his graduation, on his birthday. He was officially an adult and wouldn't need me to be present for so many things in his life anymore. He can now make decisions on his own. He uh, could vote and there was nothing that I could say or do about it. There are some things in this world that he now has access to without needing a parent present. So crazy. But anyways, he is getting ready to fly the nest and he'll be six hours away. Don't worry, I'll fly wherever my littles need me. Any hour, any day, any time of the year, it doesn't matter. All they have to do is call me and I'll be there. But as you know, that's probably for another story as well. Well, when uh, he turned 18, we had a talk. I went up to his room. We actually had many talks, a few to be exact. The first being, I told my son, hey, I'm not perfect and neither is your father. So with that said, take the best of both of us and enhance it. Take the worst of us and throw it away. Stomp the crap out of it. Do not have it as part of your life. Learn from our mistakes, learn from our wrongdoings, look at the things that you don't like about us and toss that crap out the door. But then look at the things you do like about us and enhance them, enhance those items. And uh, that was one of the talks that we had. Another talk was enjoy your life, freaking enjoy your life. You're not going to get this time back. Go out, have fun make sure she says yes like a billion times use protection yeah i told my son that it flabbergasts me how women's rights are still something that we discuss in this day and age in 2020 we are still discussing the rights of a female but yet i haven't seen very many laws discussing the rights of a male and that just that just bewilders me that we are the United States of America, 2022, and still discussing what a woman can and cannot do. And I'm not just talking about Roe versus Wade, I'm talking about so many other aspects that have to do with women. It just, it just, I'm just like, I don't get it. But the other thing that's crazy to me is that a man can get a woman pregnant and literally leave. He can jump ship and the woman is left behind. 
to do whatever she has to do. That's still, and, and please don't text me and say, Christy, there's laws that are in place for this. You're right, there are, but there's also loopholes to get out of it. And it's not just men. I don't want to just say like men can jump ship because women can jump ship too. And, you know, in my story, that is definitely something that happened. I didn't jump ship. That's not what I'm saying. I would never leave my babes. You know that. Everybody knows that. But um, it happened in my family. You know, my dad raised us, the three of us. And, uh, you know, that's her story to tell, not my story. So that's definitely for another day. And um, anyways, my point is that this day and age, we shouldn't be having this conversation. But anyways, let's kind of move forward to what I really wanted to talk about. So we as our as parents, we have to teach our kids responsibility, ownership of their doings and all the above to be a good person. It's not hard. You know, we need to teach them life skills, um, how to get by as an adult. But the number one thing that we should teach our children is how to do, how to deal with society, how to get along with others, how to know, and then trust me, I'm super guilty of this, of knowing when to be quiet and when to speak up. Um, So if we can just show our children what compassion is and uh, treat others as kindly as possible, and understanding because you just never know what another person is going through. Sometimes we assume by their demeanor that something else is on their mind when it's really something that's more detrimental. So compassion for sure. We as parents definitely need to show the example as well to our children so that way they can see it firsthand. But with that said, having this conversation with my son and teaching him like how to treat a woman, he gets it. He has three sisters. One of them is younger than he is. So he totally gets it. Um, With my first child, I was very prude in our conversations. Um, With our next three, it definitely is a let's talk and ask me anything type of atmosphere. What a safer place than to ask their mom than to figure it out on their own. No one taught me but life. I learned from watching other families. I learned from watching other parents with their kids. I learned from my friends. I learned from other people. And that's not to say that my kids still cannot learn from other people and they cannot learn from other experiences, life experiences. There's going to be things out there that they're going to learn that I'm not going to be able to teach them for sure. So, or I didn't think about to teach them, you know, so yeah, I hope that they do learn from what's happening around them societally. But as far as we go, being the safe place for my kids to have any type of conversation, I hope that they know that they can always come home and have that conversation here with me. So, um, what I chose to do with my younger ones was to have that atmosphere. And I really wish that I had that with my oldest daughter, but now I do. There's no holding back. It's definitely let's talk, ask me anything, I'll tell you. And uh, it doesn't matter 
how deep it is, it's definitely a place where they could come and feel safe that they could ask anything. The other thing that happened in June was, well, actually happened a little before, my broker, as you all know, I'm in real estate, and my very first broken broker, who I freaking adore, told us he had stage four cancer. He was given six months to live, and as of posting, he's still with us, thank God. I love this man. He was so good to me as a broker and such a wonderful friend, such an amazing mentor. And even to this day, I could still text him and ask him questions and he will respond to me. His story is one I wish that I could tell you and hopefully one day we'll be able to. I One of my biggest regrets is that I did ask him to interview him for the podcast and our schedules just could not match up. So he's out in Encino. We're about an hour and 40 minutes away from each other. But even still, you know, just kind of get our schedules together to be able to have a conversation. I really wanted to tell his story. Um, but now that he has cancer, he can't speak. So I asked him to write it down and hopefully he will. I know he is writing it down for his family but hopefully I'll be able to share with you guys because it's such a beautiful story, such a beautiful story. If more families could be like his, this world would definitely be a better place. But it got me thinking. I asked him what life lesson he would have for me. I wanna tell you, he's 89 years old. His wife is 87. You know that they've lived a life. And this is the advice that he gave me. He said, buy low, sell high. That was his advice. Of course, he's always in real estate mode, always the real estate guru. He used to be, he used to teach, he used, uh, used to be a teacher in the real estate world where he would teach classes and he would teach new agents how to read contracts. And that's one of the things that he taught me that really enhances my business to this day. But of course, that's not what I was looking for. I was more looking for like a life lesson or something of that nature, not buy low, sell high. But what can you do? Of course, he's always a jokester. So after I left, I got to visit with him two weeks ago. And after I left, I thought to myself, okay, my son just graduated. A lot of our friends just graduated. What would I tell my 18 year old self? What would you tell your 18 year old self if you had a chance to do something like 13 going on 30 where you got to live a little bit of life and then come back and start over what would you tell yourself what experiences and what advice would you give yourself so this is what i thought <laughs> i thought i would tell her just freaking do it do it go after your dreams do not let anybody tell you otherwise do not listen to the naysayers. Originally, <laughs> my daughter's in the background. <clears throat> my youngest daughter's in the background and just hiccuped. But I love that she's getting to sit here and listen to my podcast. She actually got to read it before. So got to read my notes before. And I just love that my kids put input into this whole thing. So going back to again, sorry, got off sidetrack. Um, little ADD going on there. So originally when I was going to college, I was going to school to be a journalist. My male professor told me 
it was a waste of time. I was a woman and it was a man's world. So I quit. What was I thinking? I listened to an adult who gave me his quote unquote advice. I switched to physical therapy and, you know, I worked for Children's Hospital. I worked for a small um, occupational clinic, a therapist clinic, um, sports medicine. Absolutely love it. I love things that are physical. I love the whole concept of what the body can do and how it can recover. Even to this day, it's still, you know, I'm still awed by the whole thing and just love going out and working out, walking, whatever I can do. You can't tell because I also love to eat. So you can't really tell and the two go hand in hand. But anyways, going back to it, when I started, I was again told, don't, and I was told actually by other women who were physical therapists and they said, don't do it. It's long hours. You have kids. At the time I had my oldest daughter, you have kids. You're never going to see her. I never see my children. That's what they came back with me with. And uh, at the time I was getting ready to transfer. USC had a program at the time. It was, you would get your bachelor's and your master's in three years. Once you were ready to transfer after your associates was done. And after hearing them speak and just putting out all the negativity that came with the job, I listened to them. And one of my clients actually suggested, one of the patients there, she said, why don't you be a teacher? You're going to be able to be around your kids, work around their schedule, um, be there for them all the time. Such, such a great job. So I left physical therapy and I started to become a teacher. I graduated with my master's from Pepperdine, which was huge for me. Uh, I'm the first one in my family to graduate from college, let alone graduate with a master's. So I graduated. I almost went to Sacramento to work for the Department of Education, but I ended up staying back to follow my now husband. Then I was going to get my PhD. I actually went to the luncheon that they held for us at USC and met with other students, future students, and we even planned to go on a trip once our doctorates was done. Again, it was an opportunity. It was the first time that USC had a program where it was going to be a three-year program for your doctorates. They were literally going to hold your hand and walk you through the program. I believe it was like 40000 back at the time. So great price, <laughs> looking at the price that it costs to go to USC now. And then I ended up not going. I didn't do it. I declined. And uh, I don't know, part of me regrets that and part of me doesn't. I went on to become a teacher, which I absolutely love being a teacher. I love seeing children go from point A to point B. I love watching their eyes light up when they learn something new or when they have accomplished something. It's so amazing. And the fact that you as a teacher have so much to give to students, to empower them, to encourage them, to build them up where maybe they're not going to get somewhere else and let them know that they are amazing and they are meant to, to be in this world and meant to be something in this world, someone in this world. You have that and such a great platform to encourage our future generations. But 
I only did it for about 10, 11, I think I did it for 10 years when we had our youngest daughter. Um, she was our fourth child. She was our surprise baby, the best freaking surprise that ever happened to me. And I tell her that all the time because she really is. Um, I stopped working and I stayed home. And when it was time to go back, someone encouraged me to get into real estate. And that's where I am now. And I love my job. Absolutely love my job. So the thing is, I would, I'm blessed with whichever job I chose. And I'm grateful for that. I think I would still tell my 18 year old self, like, don't worry, it's going to be okay. But I think I would tell her not to worry about what other people say. Because number one, there are multiple successful women in journalism. There are multiple women who own physical therapy clinics and have kids and are successful. There are multiple women in the educational system that are leaders. And now there are multiple women in, who own real estate companies and rock the real estate world. So it doesn't matter what you do or what you want to be, just do it and don't let anybody tell you you can't. I told my son and my daughters, do you. Go after your dreams. Don't wait, don't be afraid. I'll be right here cheering you on. Love hard and love with all intent, but only the ones that reciprocate it all back. Don't waste time on anyone or anything that does not feed your soul. There will be trials and tribulations, but I tell them to remember the very one more, most very important thing. God will get you through any valley, any freaking one. Keep your eyes on the end of the tunnel. Even when you can't see it, stay focused. It will appear and like any tunnel, it will end and sun will shine through. So what do I tell my 52 year old self? All the freaking above. It's scary, I'm not gonna lie, it is. But not sadder than the years passing by and doing nothing. Do something, I don't care what it is. One freaking step at a time, take the step. I don't care how old you are, I've sat in a class with an eight-year-old woman who was getting her first degree. My, uh, uh, you know what, even speaking of eight-year-old women, I remember that there is an eight-year-old woman who won her first weight class competition. My 89-year-old broker taught real estate classes up until they diagnosed him a few months back. And he's so freaking smart. The only thing holding us back is ourselves. If there is a way, go for it and believe in yourself. I think as humans, that's our hardest accomplishment. We worry about what people think, what they say, how we look before we do whatever we are going to do and fear holds us back. Trust me, I know. I'm not just speaking blah, blah, blah and yada, yada, yada. I know firsthand how fear can paralyze you. So to all the 18-year-olds, 20-something-year-olds, 50-something-year-olds, and even the 80-something-year-olds, live life. Just go. You've got this. Love the life that you're in and believe in you enough to do it. I say that all the time, as I said before to my kids, do you. Some people get mad when I say that, but as long as they are being respectful to others and being caring human beings, then by all means, go do you. 
do what makes you happy. And of course, you know, that is also, you know, being good human beings in this society, showing great examples to others, being there for others, and just living the best life that you want to live. Go after your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. The word can't is not, should not be in your vocabulary because you have to try. And are you going to fail? Heck yeah, you're going to fail. But dang, isn't it worth failing than not doing it all? I mean, I hope if you have a dream and you have something that you want to do, know that it doesn't matter how old you are, you can still go after it. You can still achieve it. The only thing that is wrong is not even trying. So I hope you live your life to the freaking fullest. You're worth it. And I hope that you just go after the dreams that you want. I'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, I'm off to go live my best life.